0: Hi everyone, and welcome back to episode 32 of the Simple Bone Podcast. I'm your host Colin, and I'm joined by my co-host
1: Chris. How we doing, everybody?
0: We're just a couple of best friends who are passionate about all things pop culture. If you're looking for lukewarm takes on movies, video games, TV shows, or even the occasional comic, then we've got the show for you. Right, and uh, that's right. And this week we're we're looking at the first ever Marvel Studios quote special presentation, uh, Werewolf by Night
1: on Disney Plus. So uh, I got a special presentation. That's right, yeah. Never before seen, you know? (laughs) (laughs) The show is behind the curtains.
0: The curtains, that's right. It's just, you're nuts. Uh, So, before we talk about that Halloween special, we've got a little bit of news to cover. Uh, Not a lot, it's kind of a dry week. Some of this is a bit more rumored territory than anything, but, uh, you know. Tis what tis. (laughs) You sound more like Marvin the Martian than anything.
2: Left me, she did.
0: I'm not gonna finish that joke. No, you're not. <laughs> All right, so we got to talk about Ezra Miller returning as the Flash. Your yep. Henry Cavill returning as Superman. Your yep. T.J. Miller not returning for Deadpool three. Your yep. and we got a couple of trailers. We got one for a movie called Violent Night, and then one yep. for Super Mario Bros. Oh, I saw that. So, uh, let's jump in. What do you think?
1: Let's hop, like.
0: Yeah, yeah. Let us, let us jump, good sir. <laughs> All right. So, right off the bat here, so it is being reported by multiple outlets that Ezra Miller actually returned on set to film some reshoots for the upcoming Flash movie. So, he, you know, they're they're actually back uh, in the saddle and in the suit, doing some 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 reshoots, which is good because, like we talked about a few times before. Uh, DC really kind of has himself in a bind as far as like, you know, Ezra plays multiple characters and things like that. So you either have to scrap it or get Ezra back on board. And so it seems like everything's copacetic again. Yeah, yeah, like I put it, it's been a long year of missteps and scandals. And it it seems that everything's back on track. Reshoots are pretty standard affair, so I don't think that's any indication as far as like quality. Uh, You know, especially considering how we've heard uh, that it's like one of the highest testing films for them.
1: I thought you were going to say, especially with it being DC. No, no. (laughs) damn.
0: No, no, no. Just, you know, we've heard that it's done really well when they've done their test screenings and things like that. So I don't think it's a a negative, uh, you know quality thing. It's just, oh, that shot doesn't look how I want it to, kind of thing. Right, know? right. Or, oh, or, uh, we need to add in a little more context here. We're going to shoot a, an extra scene for that, or whatever. But uh, it is a great sign, obviously, that Ezra may be in a better space mentally after getting the help they needed. Um, you figure they kind of put out that that statement that, you know, going to get the help I need, and, and things like that. And, uh, and so I'm just glad to see them returning to work, and I'm excited for the movie to come out in June.
1: I love that for them. I'm just ready for the fucking movie
0: this shit, it's been... I feel like it's been happening for years. Yeah. Yeah. DC's really gotta figure that shit out. Like, everything's always slow, and it gets pushed back, and then... I don't know. It
1: doesn't look good.
0: Yeah. So here's (laughs) where we start getting into, like, real rumor territory where we're not getting, like... Oh, it's juicy. Where we're not getting, like, a major outlet going, oh, yeah, somebody told us that Ezra Miller's on set. This is, like... People that are known leakers, but are pretty like solid as far as like the stuff they leak turns out to be true pretty pretty frequently. Right. Um, but still, it's not like it's not a not a hard source. It's leakers. So there have been rumors, and I do want to stress that again. Yeah, rumors that uh, several notable leakers are reporting that Henry Cavill will return as Superman in the upcoming Black Adam movie later this month. So potentially, spoiler alert. I guess on that for <laughs> for people that care. Um man's going to come take him down yeah uh, so it's not said exactly how substantial the role will be uh, but the character will be donning his red and blue suit as opposed to uh, the black suit from the Snyder Cut which I think pretty much everybody would assume that but you've got a lot of the Snyder fans that are like maybe maybe and it's just it's not happening it's going to be like the Snyder Cut is not uh, it's not canon it's the Justice League the Justice League
1: the Justice uh, League.
0: That's right. The Joss Whedon cut. The Justice League uh, is is the true canon. So, uh, sorry to to them.
1: But uh, some of the have gone.
0: Yeah, I hate to bust your bubble. <laughs> do you hear that fucking train? I do. Is it coming through on the thing? Oh yeah. Excellent. <laughs> you gotta
1: love Middle America.
0: Uh, there's just
1: trains, corn. Someone's gonna look up exactly when trains were passing by. We're gonna get doxxed. Yeah. <laughs> fuck them. So some of the leakers got on to say that the actor is attached to
0: at least two solo projects uh, as the Kryptonian. So not just a, a, a Black Adam thing, but like he might be back in the saddle as uh, as
1: Superman. I haven't seen too many Superman movies, but I mean, I don't. I'm not against Henry Cavill being Superman. I thought he, he's, he's all right. Yeah,
0: like I mean, I think we've talked about it just in our personal lives. That really, all he needs is a good Superman script, yeah. you know. We're like, yeah, he's supposed to be a hopeful character and things like that. Don't make him the sad like, oh, and everybody hates me, you know. <laughs> I always think of the shot of like the Capitol building exploding in, uh, um, uh, yeah, Batman vs Superman, and
2: yeah. there's
0: just like fire all around him, and all these people are dying, and Superman's just kind of looking down sad in the middle of it. And I'm like, that's not what Superman's supposed to be.
1: <laughs> what is he going in his middle just, school years? He's getting all uh, emo. Yeah. but uh, He comes, he comes <clears throat> out, he's got a My Chemical Romance shirt over his, <laughs> <laughs> his onesie. He's got a studded, like, the wrist brace, you know? <laughs> he's <laughs> got, got black pants. skinny jeans. Yeah. A oh, pair man. of Converse.
0: His hair's blonde and it's been uh, flat ironed. feathered you know
1: yeah channeling 2008 you know so (laughs) his cape is just is just a pierce the veil poster
0: (laughs) so adding more potential heat to the fire was the fact that dwayne johnson uh posted a video on his social media where he mentions you heard what i said dwayne johnson dwayne the rock johnson he's not dwayne the rock johnson he is dwayne johnson someone different can you <laughs> smell <laughs> Just... uh, man, no he did he posted a video on social media where he mentioned having seen the film again so which you know first of all <laughs> easy you narcissist how many times have you seen the thing but then also he said that he obviously can't wait for us to see it blah 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 the whole sales pitch right but he also seems to like kind of catch himself where he's like you know there's a lot of great moments blah 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 and uh, he kind of, like, catches himself, like, sounds like he's getting ready to say something, that then he's talking about just, like, he kind of stumbles and just goes, like, I just, the whole third act will blow your mind, you know, or whatever. And uh, so, you know, he might just be hyping up the movie, but a lot of the leaks mention that Superman kind of shows up in the third act of the movie. So I'm wondering how, you know, maybe it'll be like, uh, like, I don't think he's Andrew Garfielding us, you know, Henry Cavill, he's always said, like, you know, he's down to do whatever. But that would be kind of cool. See uh see a full soup versus Black Adam fight for like, you know, a potential whole third of the movie that'd be kind of dope. That would be cool. But uh, you know, like I said, very very rumory. It's not. There's no uh no hard hard uh sources to to follow there.
1: But I got a hard source.
0: Steady. Easy. Uh, <laughs> easy. <laughs> <laughs> settle down. Settle down. Let's see here. Yeah, what? Google, uh, Google Docs doesn't see spoilerish as a word. So, T.J. Miller was on the Adam Carolla Show podcast, and uh, the topic of Deadpool 3 came up. And I'm going to kind of read a little bit here, because it's, there's quite a bit of back and forth as far as quotes go. So basically the gist of it was, yeah, Deadpool 3 came up. Hey, you know, what do you think about Ryan Reynolds and Deadpool? Why aren't you in Deadpool 3? Things like that. And... Uh, <clears throat> So Adam Carolla asked him, like, asked uh, TJ Miller if he was close to Reynolds. And uh, <laughs> he goes, I got along with him a lot better in the first Deadpool because he wasn't a huge, huge movie star. Uh, and he explained that he loves Reynolds as a comedian, but that he felt Reynolds had changed, you know, basically the stardom changed you, bro, you know. <laughs> but I would argue that I think Ryan Reynolds was a pretty much a household name when Deadpool came out. Yeah. Like, I don't, I think that's not accurate, but... Um, I mean, is he arguably a bigger star now? Probably, yeah. Oh,
1: absolutely. But
0: I think. But he was already big. a he was already a pretty big star, really? uh, and so then yeah, TJ goes on to say, "Would I work with him again? No, I would not work with him again." He said, uh, "I've but I've said that about Michael Bay, and now we're friends, and I would work with him again." But I think Michael Bay's a different situation. So he went on to talk about the fact that uh, he said that Reynolds hates him. He goes, "It's weird that he hates me," and kind of describes like this weird moment that. Uh, I don't. It doesn't. I don't know. It sounds like a nothing moment to me. Where he's talking about f- doing like a bunch of riffing uh, scenes with Deadpool, and I'm wondering if it's the scene where they're sitting at the bar like across from each other and they're just kind of roasting each other. Yeah. And <clears throat> uh, he goes, "We had a really weird moment on Deadpool where he said, let 'Let's do one more take,' and then as the character, he was horrifically mean to me as if I'm Weasel. So he was like you know what's great about you, Weasel? You're not the star, but you do just enough exposition so that it's funny, and then we can leave and get back to the real movie. And, and so I'm like, well, that might have just been him playing Deadpool.
1: Yeah, breaking the fourth wall.
0: Right, yeah. I didn't. I think Miller's putting his own stuff on that where, like, you know, he took that personally. Maybe he had his own insecurities, you know?
1: Could be. Yeah, I don't think it's uh, bad or anything.
0: No, it doesn't, yeah. But, uh, yeah, so he refers to the incident as, like, not a great experience for him. Um, and he kind of talks about how other people on the team, like the film, uh, weren't, weren't sure how to respond at the moment, and so I don't know what to make of all that, but he basically does a lot of tap dancing to make it sound like he doesn't want to be involved with Deadpool, and he like he calls Ryan Reynolds a kind of an insecure dude, and uh, Miller even goes on like, as, as far to say, I would not have done Deadpool 3 if they came to me and were like, we want you to do Deadpool 3, and we're going to pay you twice as much. I have my doubts on that. <laughs> like, yeah. I haven't seen TJ Miller in anything in a moment. I bet he would jump at the chance to double his pay and be in a major Marvel movie.
2: Yeah, uh, so he goes, I don't I, none of
0: that. Yeah, yeah, he goes, I think he should make a Deadpool 3 and continue to make movies. I just think he doesn't like me. And I thought it was weird how he expressed that. I'm at a place in my life where I don't need to do Deadpool 3. He went on to talk about how he doesn't believe in playing the same role for more than five years. And that that's the philosophy that contributed to his exit from Silicon Valley, which was a show that he was on on HBO. But I don't know if you remember me mentioning it last week. I believe it was last week that you asked about DJ Miller. And I kind of told you that, no, he would not be in that because of some sketchy things he did. Yeah. Well, so, yeah, they talk about that here, where in 2017, Miller was accused of sexual assault and violence by an anonymous woman who attended college with him. And then the following year, Silicon Valley... Uh, One of the actresses from Silicon Valley tweeted that Miller was a bully and a petulant brat during uh, his time on the show, and that other members of the comedy series team enabled him. Uh, And HBO said in a statement that they were disappointed to learn of her concerns. But he actually left the show right around the same time that he—I forgot about this entirely. He called in an Amtrak bomb threat, like on a train. What? Yeah. And so, so I think you know, it's kind of a classic case of uh, you know. If everywhere you know, if everyone you meet is an asshole, you might be the asshole. Uh, So I don't think, uh, I don't think it's it's the situation is what he thinks it is. But so yeah, I I don't I don't think he's gonna be in Deadpool three.
1: Sounds like he's just a fuckhead.
0: Yeah, and uh, yeah, obviously Ryan Reynolds and his team didn't uh, didn't respond to any of this. But yeah, it is a weird like I'm gonna go on the Adam Carolla show podcast and air a bunch of dirty laundry
1: That's not dirty.
0: Yeah. That's a weird a weird move and uh, I don't see it going his way. But yeah, I just thought that was it was kind of funny cuz you'd asked if he was going to be in it, and I was like, "Yeah, I doubt it." And then I saw that article that was very very yeah, yeah. clear that no he will not. Hmm. So. It's a shame he's you think they're going
1: to What do you uh, think they're going to do? The do? Cuz he's a he's, he's kind not of a, a he's... huge role, but he's a role that's like, "Why wasn't he in this?" Yeah, he's a pretty big supporting role.
0: I think you got a few options. Either uh, you write it in such a way that n- not many of Deadpool's characters come with him, but I don't know that you've got a lot of good characters there. You know, like you know his because I would I would like to see Cable some more. You've got uh, Domino is really cool. Um, Fucking what's his what's his uh, um, uh, his what's cab driver's name?
1: name? Oh, uh, Dopinder. Yeah, (laughs) Dopinder. What's the little boy's name? Uh, Russell. Russell, yeah.
2: (laughs) Yeah,
0: but uh, I don't know, man. Maybe just recast it and then straight up acknowledge it. You know? They could get away with
1: just... I think they could, too, and I think they could do that in a funny way.
0: Yeah, just recast the role and then straight up acknowledge that it's a different actor playing that role.
1: Oh my god. That'd be so funny. What did they say? Like, I could just see him, like, cutting into, like, a a bit where it's, like, and, and, you know, Deadpool looks at the camera, and we paid him three times as much. That's right, yeah. We, yeah, we doubled his pay. But, uh... That would be so fucking funny.
0: Yeah, I don't know if they'd go that far as, like, to to just aggressively say fuck you to T.J. Miller. that would be. just say, T.J. Miller's not in this movie because he's a fuck. (laughs) <laughs> he can't control his alcohol, and people think he's creepy. Who knows? Maybe. What are you gonna do? Yeah, uh, we're gonna talk about the Violent Night trailer. <laughs> so, never, I had not heard of this movie until I saw the like the thumbnail on YouTube, and was like, "What the fuck is this?" It's David Harbor dressed as Santa in a movie called Violent Night. What's
1: this? It is. Uh, it's an action movie that needs to win so many awards. It genuinely looks good. uh,
0: But it is David Harbour playing Santa Claus. Not like a mall Santa, but an actual, he is Santa Claus. And uh, on Christmas Eve, John Linguizamo and his thugs break into a rich family's mansion and are, you know, going to steal from their vault or whatever. And uh, Santa comes to drop off the presents at the house and gets tangled up in the whole hostage situation and ends up, like... It looks like very. Uh, I, I I saw some people comparing it to like nobody or um, yeah, <laughs> Die Hard, and not not as John Wick because John Wick is like you know a highly skilled assassin. You know what I mean? And this is more like Santa can fuck somebody up. You know what I mean? <laughs> he's got dukes on him. He's got some he got some some hoes there, but he does. He's straight up like we were laughing about some of his one-liners in there where he's talking about like. Uh, Oh, God, what does it say? Season's Beatings instead of Season's yeah. Greetings. <laughs> season's then,
1: Beatings. Uh, season's
0: Beatings, yeah. And he says, uh, Santa Claus is coming to town. <laughs> and he you're laughing about list. him tying his hair back, yeah. Yeah, you're on
1: Get fucking hair out of the face. Yeah, and then he <laughs> fucking
0: just, he puts a grenade in a guy's ass. <laughs> Such a good movie. And then just, um, then just turns around and watches him blow up. It's going to be such a good movie. Honestly, yeah, it looks funny. Cool. looks like it's good action. I love David Harbour. I like seeing him and yeah. stuff. Yep. And it comes out, like, what was it, December 2nd? Yeah, so perfect timing. Like I that. think. So,
1: yeah. I don't like seeing movies, like, right on, like, Christmas Eve or anything like that. I just, nah, that ain't me. I don't like doing <laughs> that. So I think, like, early December, perfect time for a Christmas movie.
0: Yes. Uh, and then on the flip side of the trailer, we got uh, the Super Mario Bros. trailer. Um, so, woof. Well, uh, hold on. I liked the comedy action ish of like of Bowser tearing down the Penguins' castle. Mm-hmm. And uh, and I think Jack Black sounds really good as Bowser.
1: Oh yeah, that's not. Yeah, he somehow plays a really good. It's it's, it's the Black. voice for Mario. Yeah, like it can That's not.
0: You can tell that he's definitely trying to put on like a little bit of a New York accent. I think you need to go harder. Like, if you're not going to do just straight up, a me, I'm audio. you've got to do... You've got to have something. Like a hard New York Italian. <laughs> and it just, just, just... Hey, it's Mario! <laughs> just get Margot Robbie to do it. Yeah. <laughs> just, She's got a great, like, Brooklyn...
1: Plummers around here. But, yeah.
0: It, uh, <clears throat> I'm joking. Yeah, I was
1: joking on the trailer too. It was not good. Yeah, it's got me um, all, all choked up. No,
0: yeah, I don't it was it was funny and, and like I said, good with the Bowser stuff. Seeing like the penguins throwing all the uh the snowballs and shit and acting like yeah, yeah, you know, do you yield, you know? <laughs> he starts melting their shit. Yeah, and he just melts their castle and you know Oh my god, he's a monster. And it was like hardcore. And then yeah, you just see fucking Mario and uh and like I even had anticipation of like um, waiting to hear him say something, you know, and then I he does. Like I feel like they put
1: anticipation Ugh. on it as well in the trailer.
0: Yeah, yeah, it wasn't. Ma- yeah, it was manufactured a little bit. But also, I mean, as soon as they announced that Chris Pratt was going to be the voice of Mario, everybody was like, "Fuck, why?" Like,
1: yeah, nobody was thrilled about that for. Good and then apparently reason.
0: there was an, uh, an Italian, like, there's the Italian dub of the movie, I guess. Uh-huh. And it sounds like Mario. Uh-huh. And it's like, oh, man, just... You could have fucking Choose got that.
1: the voice actor that plays Mario. Yeah, he loves, like, he loves doing shit for it. Yeah. So... I was like, so I imagine he would have been able but now to... But now they
0: can slap Chris Pratt on the poster, you know, his name and stuff. Is the whole thing like, that's you the have... reason.
1: But there are so many, like, other good actors in there, like Jack Black. I... Hold on, let me pull up the cast in Mario. Yeah. Jimmy, pull that up. You've got Anya Taylor-Joy in there. Yeah, playing Peach. Chris Chris Pratt playing Mario. Charlie Day playing Luigi. Anya Taylor-Joy. Jack Black. Seth Rogen. Yeah, Seth Rogen is Toad, isn't he? Yeah. No, Seth Rogen's Donkey Kong. Oh, oh my God, that's perfect. Who's Toad? I remember reading the name, and I, I was like, oh, shit. It says Charles... Martinet is in there, and he's the guy who plays Mario. So, I'm unsure why. Uh-oh. Uh-oh, are we about to debunk him?
0: Oh, Keegan-Michael Key is playing, Ted. That's cool. But, uh... Yeah, not... Not thrilled. No. A weird thing that happened, unrelated, but, you know, trailer-wise. Um... I saw a trailer for a... Netflix series called Blockbuster about the last Blockbuster store Ooh. but it's such a weird like it's a weird ironic like twisting of the knife kind of thing where it's not it's not a documentary series it's like in the same vein as like Superstore or, or something like that and it's got um, oh god I completely lost his name uh, he plays uh, Randall Park I was trying to think Mhm. <clears throat> He's he's like the manager of the last blockbuster. And so it is just a weird thing of like Netflix doing a series about the video store that they killed.
1: There's a TV show coming up. I think it might be out. I think it's on Hulu. Mm-hmm. Oh, shit. I can't remember the name. But the animation looked really good. And the story looked really good,
2: too. Oh, shit.
1: It's called Intergalactic. Okay. Um, What's it streaming on? It is streaming on Netflix. Okay. It's got a 4.9. Oh, it's from 2021. Yeah. But it's got Kid Cudi, Jessica Williams, um, Timothy.
0: Intergalactic?
1: Yeah. It's got uh, Ty Dolla Sign. Jaden Smith is in it. It's got a bunch of, like, really, you know... Oh, Enter
0: Enter Galactic. Yeah. Okay. There's a show on Peacock called Intergalactic. Mm. That's what I was like. This is from 2001. Or
1: 2021. <laughs> Let me read the synopsis for it, because I only saw one trailer for it. Um, so Jabari is a charming, sweet artist on the cusp of a real success uh, after a chance run-in with... Oh, with this cool photographer neighbor. But he's so basically he's just trying to balance out like love life with work life from what the trailer looked like. Uh-huh. And it was like, um, looked like he was just getting over a relationship and he's meeting this really cool girl. Um, but he's like struggling to handle everything like that's going on. But I don't know, like the animation <clears throat> for it kind of made me yeah. think of a little more of uh, Into the Spider-Verse.
0: Yeah, I'm watching the trailer now.
1: Yeah, And it looks really cool.
0: And it's got, like, really good reviews and stuff. So I think I'm going to give that a huh. poke, because that looks really yeah, good. Yeah, it looks like it's a movie. Yeah, it's a movie, hour and 33 minutes. Shit, yeah. Man, we did uh, What You're Thinking About early.
1: Sorry, it just, well, it was no, news. No, 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 like, yeah. Oh, that's... this is something I found.
0: Yeah. Huh. I might have to give that a poke, too.
1: Welcome mm. back to Gasser Pass. That show looks gassed. Ah, I... uh, sh-
0: are locked in with me and they're carrying on. Oh, God, I better let them out? Ooh, fly. they like my flying monkeys. Get them, my pretties. Alright, so back to back to this here. Yeah, so, uh... Yeah, that was really all I had for the news. Pretty, pretty light week. So, uh, I'm ready to jump into Werewolf by Night. Oh, my
2: goodness. What? Yeah, I'm ready to jump in. Oh, Morgan's home. All right. Werewolf by Night here. Reception.
0: It was, uh, so obviously, you know, with, with these streaming ones, it's a little different from, uh, you know, a box office release. We can't talk numbers, but we can talk uh, how it was reviewed. And so yeah. uh, on Rotten Tomatoes, it's got a 91% from the critics and a 93% audience score. Yeah. IMDb's got it at a 7.5 out of 10, and Metacritic gave it a 69 So it kind of runs the the gambit there. Uh, You've got Gail Garcia Bernal as Jack Russell. uh, Laura Donnelly as Elsa Bloodstone. uh, Harriet Sansom Harris as Verusa. And Michael Giacchino was the director. Who plays Ted? uh, Well, I don't... So I think Ted's kind of a...
2: Everybody up. (laughs) <laughs>
0: Morgan had to make her appear.
1: My bad.
2: <laughs> Me
1: too. She's had a taste for it. Give her the bird. Where were we? So who was playing Ted? Yeah. So I
0: don't know if uh, I thought Ted might be a a spoilery character because he's not in any of the trailers.
1: Well, a lot of the characters aren't in the trailers.
0: No, Carrie Jones plays Ted. Uh, I'm trying to see here. Carrie Jones is known for like he's a special effects guy, which makes sense. Uh huh. Let's see here. Uh, yeah, and so Michael Giacchino is the director. And this is his, like, not his directorial debut, but a very early, like, I think this is his first anything at length. Uh, yeah. Where he's done a bunch of shorts, but he's primarily a composer, actually. And he did the music for this as well.
1: Oh, uh, I didn't know that. But, like, he,
0: yeah, so, like, he composed the music for Up, Ratatouille, Rogue One. Uh, oh, shit. So, star trek yeah he he does he did oh my god he did the batman the batman has a banging yeah sound like holy shit so yeah the score well, it really
1: too i mean those ones were yeah great
0: i'm just kind of scrolling through here yeah he's done all kinds of uh
1: so this guy's a g
0: he's he's a he's a, yeah the goat yeah it looks like he's done all the planet of the apes a bunch of Pixar shorts. Yeah, so his his primary role is as a, uh, as a composer. And now he's kind of dipping his toe into the director's seat.
1: So, uh, with that being said, you got a synopsis for me? I do. This is like, I looked on IGN, and that one gave me a bullshit synopsis of this one. But it's a little, I feel like it's not accurate. I've got one for you if, you, if you're missing. Yeah. Jack Russell is a descendant of the mystically altered offshoot of humans. During the night of the full moon and the two nights surrounding it, he is forced to mutate into a werewolf, a large, powerful form, which is a hybrid of a human, wolf, and loses his human intellect. Can I tell you what you probably found? Mm.
0: A synopsis for the comic book character.
1: I bet you you're probably right, too.
0: So a synopsis for the movie is... uh... On a dark and somber night, a secret cabal of monster hunters emerge from the shadows and gather at the Bloodstone Temple following the death of their leader. The attendees are thrust into a mysterious and deadly competition
1: for a powerful relic. That's basically what I said, but... Yeah, I mean, cool. it's... Like, yeah, like you always, you know, is there an echo Basically, Basically, yeah, to Basically, it's if I can take the words out of
0: my mouth, but it's fine. So, <laughs> we're going to do it like we normally do. We'll give our spoiler-free plot thoughts. Talk about some mm-hmm. of the characters in chemistry. We'll rate mm-hmm. this bitch, and then we'll give all the spoilers. So, you want me to start? Yeah, why don't you? That oh, way you can steal my ideas. So, spoiler-free mm-hmm. plot thoughts. I thought it was really fun, and had a really good atmosphere. Uh, I thought it did a very good job of, like, with with this cabal of monster hunters, giving you the feel of, like, oh, damn, there's like there's a whole world here. You know what I mean?
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, kind of, not a, not as successfully, I don't think, but in the same vein as, like, the Continental Hotel and the John Wick movies. Yeah. We're like, oh, yeah, there's, this is a, there's a whole universe here of stuff, and we're just kind of getting plopped into it. Yeah. Uh, and I like that, that it doesn't kind of hold your hand and over-explain anything. You kind of just pick up what's going on. Uh. Um, I mean,
1: it's pretty, it was pretty easy to catch on to.
0: Yeah. Yeah, so, I mean, I thought it was... For, I mean it's it's brutally um short, honestly. It's like fifty-two minutes long. Um yep. I kinda wanted it to be like a 90 minute, I'd have been cool with that. I do think it was it was slow at times, but then at the same time I felt like there were some things that were rushed. Um <clears throat> But it did leave me wanting more in a good way, where I'm like, oh man, I could have done with more of that. Um, <laughs> Uh, so, it's not it's not scary, I don't think, but there it does have, like, one good jump scare, but, like, in the silliest possible way. There's just, it's a, a fucking scene where two people come around a corner and bump into each other, and the music spikes, and it fucking made me jump out of my skin. <laughs> I and didn't I can, jump Whoa! at that part. Well, I was also sitting, like, on the subwoofer, you know what I mean? <laughs> and so just the speaker next to me was like, I'm like oh, <laughs> and I'd seen it already at that point. Um, I didn't think it felt like a Marvel movie, but that's not a bad thing. No, 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 no. Yeah, it was a, it was a good change. I think. Uh, all in all, I really loved just the the homage to Universal monster movies, the like of like the 40s and 50s. Yeah. And you know, they kind of had talked about the gore, you know, factor in it. And I didn't think it was super gory, but it was definitely gorier than you would expect from like a Disney Plus oh, Marvel yeah. feature. Oh yeah. Um, yeah, I mean it was there was no walking dead level shit, but for a Disney Marvel thing, it was it was gory.
1: But uh what what did you think? I really liked the uh it looked like just I don't know, the maze kind of had like the garden more he- yeah, it had more headroom. Mm-hmm. I guess, so you got to see more of just like the maze behind it. Yeah. Or the arena, I guess. Um, and so just like it felt very practical in that sense, rather
0: yeah, than having it. Basically, the setup is that yeah, the leader of this hunter group is uh, Ulysses Bloodstone, and he holds this powerful relic called the Bloodstone. That they don't really explain what it does, but just that it it is very useful against fighting monsters and hunting and hunting monsters and uh he he was going to leave it to his daughter Elsa Bloodstone but they're they were estranged when he died so now all these hunters that are like famous monster hunters have been called to his estate to hunt down and kill a monster that has the bloodstone attached to it and only one of them can do it and so there's that idea of like you know if you got to kill each other to get to the monster so be it you
1: know what i mean right and um yeah, but the it's daughter like, came the... back to try to get it, but they said no, but yeah. they let her play the game. They let her play the
0: game. Yeah, she didn't just earn the Bloodstone.
1: She had to get in there and, and earn it like the rest of them. But so, yeah, I, I liked how everything was practical in that sense. Um, I did feel there are certain things that were short that I felt had a little bit more explaining behind it. Mm-hmm. Um, as well as in the end, uh, I really did like the ending. Yeah. But it did want me it I wanted more. I wasn't quite satisfied with it. Yeah. But I wasn't like hey, I was like, All okay. Right. Okay,
2: Well I,
1: I wanted a little more. Um but I do I do love Ted. Yes. Ted's a very good character. Yeah. I love Ted. We're not saying who Ted is yet. No uh.
0: Alright, good. Uh characters in chemistry. Uh Elsa, I think, was honestly the most interesting character. Yeah. Um, she felt more like a main character to me than Jack did, but not in a bad way. No. Uh, I thought it did a good job of giving all of the characters, like, their own history without kind of spoon-feeding it to us.
2: Where, mm-hmm.
0: like, you get Elsa saying, you know, making a comment about that she was, you know, because her stepmother, Verusa, is, like, a crazy bitch. And is all pissed off that Elsa's there and talking about that Elsa hasn't been trained. And she goes, I haven't been trained by him. But so you know that she's been trained. You know, You're right. And, um, and there's very obviously some history there. And you don't know what all was going on. But obviously she left for a reason, you know. Uh, and then, like, with the, all the different hunters, they're all, you know, very unique looking and, and have different styles and um, backgrounds. And, then like, there's the scene where they're introducing everybody and they're kind of listing off their kill counts. So it kind of mm-hmm. gives you an idea of how dangerous they are. Without um, really having to be like, oh yeah, this guy—that's that's the guy that's the most dangerous. He'll kill you like such and such and such and such. You know what I mean? It's just, oh yeah, they they look like killers. Um, yeah. We didn't really get to see all of the hunters get into the act of monster hunting. I, I don't. I think that was something that was missing. Uh, yeah. It felt a lot more like battle royale than monster hunting, and I would have liked some like. Monster hunting wisdom or lore where, you know, like the bloodstone is really the only artifact they show. And like I said, they don't really say what it does other than just that, like, it's a powerful thing. Yeah. Um, And and I would like, I would have liked, like, you know, silver bullets, kill werewolves and, you know, that kind of thing. Or, you know, if that's true or not in this world, things
1: like that, you know. What what did you think? For characters in chemistry? Yeah. So the... Honestly, with uh, Jack and I'm um, what's the Elsa? character Elsa with Jack and Elsa, I really the chemistry between them I thought was very believable. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'll get more in depth when we hit in the just later on, yeah. Um, but it just it felt very real the entire time. Um, and then just the communication that they had of both kind of being like because everyone here's ego is. Through the roof, they're like, "I want to kill you know anyone who I get my hands on," um, right. you know, and they're both level headed, and so just the flow of it felt really nice. Um, and then I could definitely see uh, Elsa's stepmother, like that felt <sighs> almost like yeah, yeah. that just a good classic like evil, evil stepmom. That's right. Yeah, just a <laughs> like what a what a witch, you know.
2: Yeah, I like as well the, as
1: Jack's uh... connection with Ted. Yeah,
2: yeah,
0: and I really liked um, the Ulysses, his whole like spiel being done. He he turned himself into an animatronic, and yes. so like his butler had to like crank, put a, put a crank in the side of his coffin and just turn the crank to power him up like a damn uh, like a what do you call those the old not a megaphone like the old timey record players you know.
1: Oh, um... It's a something phone. Yeah, I... Uh, I can't remember. Old-timey record player. Gramophone.
0: Yeah,
2: yeah that's, he had, a, yeah. He had crank just like to crank them like a
0: grandma Yeah, it took the words right out of my mouth. But he does, <laughs> <Okay>. like... <laughs> he just cranks them like a like a gramophone And he just starts giving this whole spiel. And he even makes, like, a joke about that he'd be rotting for you. Yeah. And it's like oh jesus <laughs> and it's just this weirdly macabre thing of like yeah this guy's just a dead body but he has humor you know he's a little jokester
1: a little yeah, he's, he's
0: got he's got jokes he's got yucks
1: but uh yeah <laughs> I mean, it's kind of, of a the hard one yeah
0: <laughs> it's a hard one to not spoil so i think we need to just rate the thing
1: yeah. and then spoil it yeah so how do we rate these things Of course, you can always be overwhelmed, which means you're thoroughly, you know, uh, thrilled with the film, you enjoyed it. You can be underwhelmed, which is the polar opposite, Uh, did not meet your expectations, or you just didn't enjoy the film. Or you can land right in the middle and be simply whelmed. Just be simply whelmed. That's right. What'd you give it? I was overwhelmed. Yeah. I liked it. I thought it was good. I as well. I was overwhelmed. I want to see more of it. Mm Mm-hmm.
0: Want to see more of the characters and more of the style?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Like I said, I wanted uh, I wanted like another thirty minutes of it. Yeah. So Ted is Man Thing. Yeah, Ted's the monster. <laughs> yeah, the monster that they're going in to hunt is Man Thing. And I, like, there's a, a flash of him in the trailer that people were like, I think that was Man Thing. Um, mm-hmm. and and it was it was Man Thing. And yeah, he's so do you. Should I just tell people what Man Thing is? Because he's a pretty like unknown comic book. I I, mean, they all are really.
1: Who Man Thing was? Excuse me.
0: So, Man Thing is Theodore Salas. He's a doctor, and so he's Doctor Ted Salas. uh, And he injects himself with this serum, uh, and he crashes his car into a mystical swamp. And he turns in as you do, and he turns into this big horrific swamp creature. That is just colloquial known as Man Thing, and uh, he has all kinds of uh, nicknames where people call him like Man Object, the Manny, Teddy, Mister Salad, even because he's all all you know, <laughs> Mister Salad. Um, yeah, and he's been called all kinds of different things like you know, Bog Beast, uh, Swamp Prophet, Swamp God, Swamp Monster, uh, swamp and, man. You know, all kinds of Swamp Ass. Yeah. Mostly swamp ass, but no, he straight up. He lives in uh, the Everglades, and in, he just in the lives comics, in a
1: studio apartment. He just yeah, he's yeah.
0: He, he lives in the in in Brooklyn. No, he uh, <laughs> so in the comics, he kind of is related to um, in, in like creation. He's related to like Kurt Connors because Kurt Connors loses his arm, you know, and all that, and he's kind of like that inspires him to be like, oh man, I got. Like uh, you know, regeneration and things like that. And um, they're going to try and create like a Captain America 2.0. And basically, that's how you roll out of the way. And all of a sudden, now you've got this. Right. <clears throat> and so it's not great that he's turned into the swamp thing. And he kind of has some of his faculties and all that. But basically, yeah, he's just this big, giant, uh, super strong swamp monster who can, he's an empath involuntarily. So, like, he can just feel people's feelings. And if they're afraid of him, he secretes um, this corrosive acid that just like <laughs> melts you. Uh, and I mean, it's like incredibly corrosive, uh, where it, it'll burn through anything and everyone. And so there is that nice little like in the in the movie that idea that knowing that means oh man, yeah, he and Jack are uh, are close because he can just hug Jack, pat Jack, things like that. And doesn't mm-hmm. melt him. And then you've got people where, like, <laughs> he straight up grabs that guy's head and just melts his head.
1: Yeah. Speak, you know, uh, a thought I just had that kind of clicks when you think about it. S- you know, him having, like, that corrosive sweat acid yeah. and being from the, like, from that, like, that swamp. Mm-hmm. It just leads more of, like, being called swamp ass. Yeah. Is it's yeah, just hot, just... corrosive acid sitting in yeah, just... the bottom of your fucking britches?
0: Yeah, just burning people. <laughs> Gets the nose hairs curling. But something really kind of interesting about him that I don't know how much of it is going to go like chronologically and things like that. But in this, he and Jack seem to just be able to speak to each other. Mm-hmm. But then also Elsa seems to understand him a little bit towards the end um yeah and so to us he's not speaking any sort of english he's kind of like a chewbacca type where he just makes noises and then people are like knows what he's saying you know Mm -hmm. but in the comics he speaks a language that i'm not even gonna attempt to pronounce um out loud it's one of those ones that you read and then you just you just make a, a sound it's like zelzior you know but uh it's the universal language and basically it makes it so that when he speaks to whoever is, you know, hearing him, the, he just sounds normal to them. But uh, also, like, it's cultural as well. So, like, I might, if I spoke Spanish, he would be speaking to me in Spanish. And even culturally, down to the point of, like, if I'm, you know, a really poor kid from, like, Kentucky, he'd speak to me in, like, Southern, you know, slang. slang. But then, you know, if I'm, like, a highfalutin British guy, he'd speak to me that way, you know. But, and so, every. Like you know, someone- he, Imagine talking to someone from Compton. Right. Yeah. I mean, that's that's his <laughs> that's his whole his whole deal.
1: But I wonder if he that's already kind of has old that ability. Dude, slang. Yeah. <laughs> Do you imagine him saying no like, cap? You know. Yeah. <laughs> Dead ass. Dead ass. Oh my God. Or like Minnesota. Yeah, we're Minnesota. Gonna, we're gonna party hardy.
0: <laughs> <laughs> German. Oh. My But no, he can uh, also, he he guards the nexus of all realities in the comics and so I wonder if that might play a role going forward if he's got, like, access to other dimensions and things like that. And if he is the guardian of of other realities will he maybe have to fight Kang?
1: You know? I don't know, man. Something to stink on. But, uh, yeah. Kang will probably kill him. I would think so. But maybe not. Who
0: knows? So, uh, I really enjoyed the fight between Elsa and that hunter with the wrist on his or the the bow on his wrist. Yeah. She straight up chops his arm off with an axe. And then shoots uh, him right in the jaw. Like, up through his mouth. But, like, I pointed out to you when she chops his arm off and then is fighting him and, like, she kind of does, like, a flip throw and tosses him across the room. And you just see blood spray out of his stump. Mm Mm-hmm. And I was like, "Oh damn, they're you know, they're using this black and white to their advantage, you know, to uh to really kind of go for some bloodiness." Uh, but yeah, then like you said, she uses his own severed hand to fire uh, a bolt right up under his chin into his mouth, and then, and then holds you see him hanging out. Yeah, and she fucking holds him while he like gasps and gurgles his last breaths.
2: Yeah,
1: because you know, like, the other Jesus guy, there's Christ. another guy walking by and she's trying yeah. to be quiet. Yeah, and you're like, damn. Um. Fucking
0: Ted. So, yeah, you've got Jack and Ted talking, where very obviously Ted in, has been captured somehow and is the monster that they're all there to hunt. And Jack is there just to break him out. He's not even there for the... He's just trying to save his bud, you know? <laughs> yeah, this his buds. It's his pal, you know? And so, And he kind of implies that they're family, but I'm thinking it's more like, you know, he's my brother, man. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. They're not literally related, but might as well be.
2: Mm -hmm.
0: And uh, yeah, so he kind of runs into Elsa and tells her like, yeah, full on. I'm not here for the bloodstone and you're not really here for the monster. What if you help me get the monster out and I'll help you get the bloodstone? And so she's like, yes, good. Let's do that. (laughs) Sounds good. So excuse you. So she's like, yep, take this explosive device. Go blow a hole in the wall. I'll go find your buddy. And uh, I'll lead him right to you. And he's like, word. So they do that. And uh, <laughs> that's when that big fucking, uh, like, Scottish, like, Highlander guy.
2: Scotland!
0: Scotland! He just gets his head melted by, uh, by old Teddy boy. And uh, it's brutal. And she's just, like, standing there pissing her pants. Elsa is, because she's witnessed this. And she's just like, hey, Ted. And I love Ted's animation of, like, seeing his face sink into submission of like, oh, hey, you know who I am? Yeah. You know? Yeah. And uh, she's like, Ted, uh, listen, your friend is over so-and-so and we'll get you out of here. And, All right, word. And so he just starts chasing her. And the shot of them running down the uh, the maze, the garden maze of sorts,
1: mm-hmm. was
0: very much like... Um... Oh, do you hear my chair? I did. It was very much like the Hulk in the helicarrier in the first Avengers. Oh, yeah. Chasing Natasha. And I wonder if that was on purpose or if it's just a coincidence. Yeah, know if it, was a little, if it might have been a little nod to that, you know?
1: I mean, it could have been. I didn't think anything of it. Maybe I'm just better than you. It could be. No, it could be. But then,
0: no, so yeah, they, they blow a hole in the wall. Jack fucking throws like a sissy. Yeah, he throws like a little punk ass bitch. Yeah, he tries to throw the bomb at the wall and it's like, eh. it. and it bounces off the wall and he's like, shit, and he goes over and he finds it in the grass. <laughs> that was funny, him going over there and like, fuck, where did it go? Because it's just a tiny little disc bomb. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Lost it in the grass and the fucking thing's armed. And so he, just, he tries to stick it to the wall, he takes a few steps away and it falls off the wall and he's like, son of a bitch. So he just picks it up and rests it in the crack, you know? But it does, he blows the wall open, Ted makes a break off into the woods, Elsa gets the bloodstone off his back real quick, like... And then, uh, when he fucking, uh, he's like, oh, shit, there's the, uh, there's a the bloodstone. And Jack goes to pick out the bloodstone and gets, like, zapped back. Because he's a monster. And you're like, oh, man. Oh, and that's partner. kind of, I mean, it, it's implied, I guess, by the whole movie that, like, it's called Werewolf by Night. One of these people is probably a werewolf. Mm. But they do a decent job of not really alluding to it. So if somebody's going in entirely blind, you would be like, this man's a, a werewolf? <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. And uh, so her fucking stepmom, Elsa's stepmom, Verusa, is a crazy cultist and is like, yeah, we're going to lock you in a cage with him because you're just as bad as him because you helped a monster escape with the help of another monster. And uh, so they lock them in a cage together and Jack's kind of explaining to her that like, all right, look, on the real, I am a monster, but I'm not a monster. There's another part of me that's a monster but I've got it all under control. I've got systems in place. You don't have to worry about it, you know? <laughs> and she's kind of like, I'm pretty worried, you know, I'm going to come out and say it. And, uh, he's like, well, it's only on the full moons. And, uh, the next full moon isn't for like another five days. So we've got plenty of time. to f- Out. that's when she kind of tells him that like, and this is another part of that, the bloodstone, they don't really tell you what it does. And it just, it has powers. And so she's like, the bloodstone will turn you in five seconds, you know?
1: And he's like, Ooh. Which <laughs> it took definitely longer than five longer seconds. Longer than five
0: seconds, but. But. She might have. Yeah, she might have just been guesstimating, you know? Get your fucking facts right. That's right. You know what? I expect more than that. So. Yeah, the fucking cultists come back in. The, the hunters all start coming back in. And Jack starts to freak out. And is, like sniffing her.
1: <laughs> Which and like I from. Could not stop giggling at. Just picturing this guy.
0: Smelling her head to toe, he's getting in there, you know, he's getting a yeah, mouthful, or a, a nose, full. yeah, yeah sniffing her hair. Think of it's like you just start sniffing her crotch, you know. <laughs> dogs will do that to you, man. You gotta wash them.
1: <laughs> he's a dog,
0: <laughs> he's a dog, but no, he's sniffing her, her like her wrists and stuff. And he's like, you know, I gotta, I gotta, I gotta remember your smell, you know. And she's like, w- will that work? And he's like, uh, it, once, you know,
2: yeah, it worked once. One.
0: And you're like, oh, man, I wonder what, you know, what's that about? Right.
1: How many times has
0: he tried? Yeah, exactly. And lost somebody because it didn't work. So the transformation I thought was pretty cool. Of like, Yeah. It was very uh, 40s and 50s horror movie of like they don't actually show the transformation, but they rely very heavily on um, like Elsa's. What's that actress's name? I just said it. Uh, Donnelly, what's her name here? Where is it? Where is it? Laura Donnelly. Uh, they rely very heavily on Laura Donnelly's acting to kind of sell the transformation.
1: Yeah, because they just and it had like flickering lights, so you saw yeah. like his shadow, like progressively yeah. get worse and worse. Yeah, his
0: shape changing. Yeah, because they've got like the flashing lights, like you're talking, and so you've got his shadow cast over her as it's pushing, the camera's pushing in on her face, and she's very terrified. And it was a really good, like, tension builder. Like, oh, my God. yeah you know? And uh, <clears throat> he, then the, the reveal is, like, it's a guy in a suit. You know what I mean? Like, they didn't do a full CGI wolf. It's just, it's a practical, it's a wolf suit.
1: Which know? I'm cool with in my... Yeah, and it looks good. Yeah, I thought it looked real good.
0: And, and, again, it kind of leans into that 1940s, 1950s, the wolf man kind of thing. Uh, and, and, yeah, so he grabs onto fucking Varusa's arm. And I really was waiting on that to become more horrific than it was. You know what I mean? Like, I thought he was going to rip her arm out of socket or her head start to get squished between the bars. You know what I mean? Mm -mm. I was like, Oh God, how far are they taking this? You know what I mean? Yeah. And then they all start, the guards all start shocking him, which by the way, I think I even came out and called those guards in the trailer, the TVA. And, uh, it, it, it's not the TVA; they're just guards. Yeah. So my bad. You thought? Yeah. I was like, "Ooh, I wonder what's going on there." It's not the not the TVA; they're just guards, but they've got long ass cattle pro and they'll just start zapping the shit out of him so much so that there's like smoke everywhere. Huh. I'm like, "Damn, burning I mean, air. Yeah, and he busts out of that cage though, and you're like, "Oh fuck, that's not good."
1: GG, thank tanks yeah. for clap.
0: Yeah, put the GG's in the chats, though. And uh, he fucks the whole room up. Like, he starts tearing through these guards. I did think he was a little a little more like, I don't know, acrobatic. He felt very like Rey Mysterio at times. <laughs> He's know. just doing a, a 619. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like he was. You know, like, <laughs> you know, grabbing onto one guy and swinging his boy legs out. Putting, you know, <laughs> it felt. A, it felt a lot less like I want to eat these guys, and more like I'm gonna wrestle these guys. It didn't feel like he wasn't trying to eat them; he was trying to get the WWE
1: SmackDown yeah, belt. Yeah, he's trying
0: to—he's trying to get their shoulders on the mat, you know. <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, the fighting was cool, but yeah, it didn't—it
1: didn't scream wolf to me, you know what I mean? It just cuts to him. He just has the mask on, fucking charging up to the cage. <laughs> Grabs him, freaking sideswipes him.
0: However, I say that, it does turn towards more animalistic when, like, he there's, like, a little bit of a, a hallway shot. And it was kind of neat seeing a, the door closing at the end of the hallway. And yeah. You're like, oh, man, they're about to be trapped in there with him, you know what I mean? Yeah. And uh, uh, he, he, like, you even mentioned it when we were done watching it. Like, he slashes the dude's throat open and blood sprays the screen. Yeah!
1: Dude, that was so hot. I was like, oh and man. Then
0: he, and like he's fully just eating a guy in the corner and slashing him up right as the screen goes really dark. They kind of mm-hmm. hide what's what's potentially happening there, right? But, but Elsa... they give
1: you enough.
0: Yeah, they give you just speak. enough that you're like, oh yeah, he's tearing that guy up. Elsa fucks up the hunters. <laughs> like... Yeah. She slices that one dude's throat. Like, she kind of makes quick work of him. She trips him he falls down onto the sword, like, resting his neck on it, and then she just yanks the sword away, and it slices his neck. And you're like, damn, she fucking got you, you know? That's another <laughs> GG, easy, <laughs> you know? And then the the weird lady, who, I don't know, looks like an alien, you know? Uh,
2: <laughs> yeah.
0: She looks like she'd have made, she'd have fit right in in like, Men in Black, you know, when he's like, you ever <laughs> notice that there's weird people around us, you know? She was one of those. But, uh, she just chops down at that lady. Like, chops uh, the sword down into her forehead. And they just yeah. show it. Yeah. I was
1: like, oh, yeah, you can get away with them. some
0: more stuff. I would be cool with, like, this level of violence in, in the Marvel movies and stuff, you know. But, uh, or even just in the shows. But, uh, yeah. yeah. And then, <laughs> fucking Verusa, the brat, uses her damn uh, bloodstone to... Pinned down the wolf. And uh, <laughs> fucking Elsa just yanks her back by her, like, neck, basically, using, like, a little grabby hook thing. And uh, goes in there and tries to talk to Jack, which, by the way, his name is Jack Russell. And yeah, so he's a dog. He's and, a dog. Uh, he's a, a dog. dog. And she's like, Jack? And this, uh, I saw people making the joke online, you know, the sun's getting real low, big guy, you know? <laughs> she's coming in gonna try and sing him you know say the lullaby to him like he's the Hulk and uh, he straight up pounces on her and you're like oh shit oh shit and uh, she just makes that mad eye contact and lets him smell her hand and she touches his face and then he just kinda alright I gotta get out of here and he just runs away off into the <laughs> night busts the door open you know and disappears like a panty snatcher and uh like a fart in the wind yeah he's just
2: No. <laughs>
0: He's gone. And I do love the fact that the fucking butler is just hiding behind the coffin. Yeah. (laughs) he just the whole time. is like, oh, God. Well, and then... Then then Verusa fucking gets back up and has a damn blunderbuss. Yeah. And is going to shoot Elsa. And is all mad at her for, uh, you know, letting him get away. And uh, the fucking man thing just crashes down out of the ceiling. And you're like, oh, no. This isn't good. And he just grabs her up and burns her alive. And then yeets her corpse at the coffin. And Dad's head just comes rolling across the floor. And you're like, Jesus. And he just kind of asks Elsa, like, you get you know, through the implication of like her answers. He's basically like, you good? And she's like, yeah, I'm solid. And then he's like, you know, where's Jack? And she's like, he went that way. And, and the only audible line of his... Goes, oh, okay. Oh, okay. And he just turns and leaves. And you see him grab a, a fucking cloak off of one of the people. And just keep walking. <laughs> yeah. He just goes off into the night, and she walks over, and the, the butler's very much like, you know, Oh, Miss uh, Miss Bloodstone, I'm glad to see you're okay. <laughs> Please don't hurt me, I want a job still, you know? And she's like, excellent, and you can start by getting all this shit out of here, you know? And it's just dead bodies and stuff. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, oh, alright. Okay. And so she takes her Bloodstone and she sits down at the chair and fucking somewhere over the rainbow starts playing as the color returns to the the movie. Mm -hmm. And you see that she's wearing a red jacket, which is like Elsa Bloodstone's kind of look in the comics.
2: Uh Uh-huh.
0: And she's like, oh, okay, yeah, she's Elsa Bloodstone. Like, for realsies. But um, then it just shows Jack climbing out of a a little log, like, teepee sort of thing, (laughs) lean-to.
2: Like, ne- that, next to the
0: highway. Yeah, that Ted made him. And uh, Ted's kind of, like, just sitting there playing solitaire, drinking a cup <laughs> yeah. of coffee, waiting on him to wake up. <laughs> <laughs> this guy's being
1: dudes, you know? Yeah, and
0: they, he, yeah, and Jack comes and has to sit down next to him, and Ted, basically, you know, you get the vibe that Ted tells him, like, yeah, I saved Elsa. And then they kind of bicker about, like, who saved who, you know, as far as, like... Uh-huh. Did, did Jack save Ted, or did Ted save Jack, whatever, you know? No, I'm always saving your skin, whatever. And then they just, like, Ted mumbles something, and he's like, oh, man, I couldn't even think about food right now. And he's like, <laughs> sushi. But then Jack's like, you want to do sushi?
2: You know? And <laughs> Ted kind of
0: perks up a little bit, you know? <laughs> I couldn't even think
1: about food right now. <laughs> you want to do sushi? <laughs> you want to do sushi? <laughs> and
0: Ted's like, oh, I could do sushi, you know?
1: <laughs> I love the relationship so much. Yeah, and, and I, 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 I even wrote it. I would be so happy just to see a short of them getting get, eating sushi, going to
0: get sushi. Yeah, it's like the shawarma all over again. Yes, but uh, yeah, I I really enjoyed the CGI on man thing, especially at the end. Yeah, there.
2: yeah um, it was. really I think good. I told
0: you, like you could have told me it was an animatronic and I'd have believed it. Mhm. It was really really good. And so it's like yeah, I mean it's not a very FX heavy movie but it was used in the right places i think. Mhm. But uh yeah, that's that's all I had. Yeah, any, any anything i missed or, or skipped over there? That you're like, "Oh, i wanted to talk about that."
1: I'm no, i mean, we we kind of went through that in chronological order.
0: Yeah.
1: Oh, the only other thing i did
0: want to mention, now that i'm thinking about it, was the uh the Mad Max-esque like the trombone player it's just a flaming trombone.
1: Oh, yeah, being walked into uh... The, the garden.
0: Is. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Was that a trombone? No. Tuba. Tuba, yeah. Yeah, a flaming tuba. like, damn, kinda kinda
0: badass. And that was a really good tension builder as well, was just that that tuba wah, as they're walking into the garden. Yeah.
1: And, that was and spoopy. you got the
0: cult chanting whatever they're chanting while the tuba's blaring. And you're like, damn, things are about to get hardcore. But yeah, that's uh, that's all I had about that. Really good. I was overwhelmed. Yeah, yeah I definitely liked it check a lot. it out. Yeah, and I would like to see more of these characters in the future, and I'm excited to see like where it ties in. I, I did see. I-, I think I mentioned it to you, but I saw people online really wanting to see uh, Michael Giacchino um, direct Blade, since Blades without a director right now, and I could definitely get behind that. Yeah, absolutely. So, that'd be dope. But, uh, you got a cryptid over there?
1: I do, as a matter of fact. Well, did we want to read the email?
0: Oh, shit, yeah, let me pull it up here. Oh, fuck, that's my bad, that's my bad. Oh, fuck. Shit. So this person, uh, signs their letter, or their email, your unbiased listener, and they say, Hey guys, I would like to throw out some suggestions. Have you thought of doing an episode or two on the House of the Dragon? I would love that. Also, you mentioned a new series, I believe it was called The Midnight Club. I'd like to hear more about that, and also an episode on that, since I loved the other projects that uh, Mike Flanagan has done. For Cryptid Corner, I would like to suggest that Chris look into The Ohio Dogmen. Thanks for reading, your unbiased listener. Uh, so do you want to hit that like, chronological order there, like run down the top? So, sure. Episode 2 on The House of the Dragon. I've got to get caught up on The House of the Dragon. Um, so do I. We typically record on Sundays, and so I, I always miss it live, and then I just ha- I haven't caught up yet. Um, but I would like to to talk about it. Um, uh, yeah, the Midnight Club did come out. I think it actually came out on Friday alongside Werewolf um, <laughs> by Night. And I've heard good things about it, so I definitely want to check it out. Um, might be able to get an episode out of that. Yeah. And then, the Cryptic Corner, that's you, baby.
2: Yeah, did you look so into I, the
0: Ohio Dogman.
1: I did. It was... I'm not gonna lie, yeah, it was a fucking hard one There's not a whole lot about it Which I kinda like Yeah, Cause I did, I had to sit down for like I started it at work Just shooting the shit And I was like, I'll start looking into it And then like, it took me like I probably spent like an hour at work Just trying to figure out more shit And then it took me a solid, Like another hour at home Just to fucking find something Yeah So the dogmen The dogmen are described as werewolf-like hey, uh, creatures hey
0: Hmm. you uh, you didn't say the thing
1: oh oh my god I had I my goodness welcome back to Chris's Cryptid Corner where I'm your host amateur hour <laughs> so, <laughs> so no the dogmen are described as like werewolf like creatures right like yeah. and they're seen in Franklin oh, hi, yeah 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 They're great O-H-I-N-O. Um, but their main concern was in Franklin County, Ohio. Okay. So these bitches are, like, five feet tall. Bird. And they say that they're, like, shredded. Ripped. Head to toe. (laughs) They're We're talking, like, huge Jack. Um, and so they just kind of fucking roam around, and (laughs) apparently they can roam on all fours or twos. Doesn't necessarily matter. Which two? That's for the imagination to...
2: Hmm. they
1: just walk around with their hands. But, so, and then, I'll tell you, this is how they kind of had to do some dirty research. So it says, one of the most recent accounts was in 2016 in Allen County, Ohio. The dogman is typically associated with Michigan, but in the past decade... Several sightings have been taking place throughout Ohio. An understandable migration. <laughs> I don't know why. But <laughs> yeah. I guess it's what's, I guess what's going <laughs> What's going
0: on in Michigan? Then it's like, I mean, yeah, I'd be <laughs> fucked out of there too. <laughs> <laughs> you
1: can't have shit in Detroit. Yeah. Dogmen are like, Yeah, things used to be good here. <laughs> <laughs> it's just not the same as it was. Yeah, COVID changed everything. But so I was looking into it, and I was like, all right, well, it says that the first sighting was in Michigan. So I'm looking up Dogman, Michigan, first sighting. And uh, the first ever official report that is documented on paper goes back all the way to 1887. Okay. In Wexford County, Michigan. Um, And it says that there's been several sightings all throughout Michigan, but primarily up north in the northwestern uh, part of Michigan. Of the Lower yeah. Peninsula. And then it says in 1987, the uh, legend of the Michigan Dogman came up. Let's see here. There's a specific one. There's the first one I wanted to talk about. Yeah, because this one just kind of sounded fucking spooky. Yeah. So in 1887, there's two lumberjacks, and mm-hmm. they were just, they said, you know, they're hacking along, doing their thing, cutting wood as lumberjacks do. Right, yeah. But then on the on the, the walk home, you know, leaving the, the trees, leaving the forest and everything, they said they saw something scurry out through the path multiple times, and they're looking around. They got their flashlights. Well, in 1887, they're fucking lanterns. Right. They can't see anything. They're torches. But then they saw, out in the distance, just like what looked like the silhouette of a man, but then the head of a dog. Ew. And I was like, ew. Imagine just seeing that in the middle of the night just like at the end of the road just looking at by By like flame light.
0: You know what I mean? It's not even...
1: I would be pissing my fucking pants. (laughs) Yeah, they're like, yeah, we gotta get out of here. But then... Let me see. I think there was one more... But I remember I didn't read too much into that one because I didn't think it was too good. But I'll I'll still read it. In 1961, a night watchman was patrolling a, a manufacturing plant in Big Rapids, Michigan when he first saw the figure at first he thought it was a person until he saw the dog-like features (laughs) he pulled his gun and was about to shoot when he remembered his camera and took it out uh and took it and took a picture of the horrific beast the photos have not yet been analyzed the photo still (laughs) remains an unsolved mystery right on so why would you go first off i love he's like is that a man
2: no it's a oh, dog, too, I better that's shoot it. Too,
1: yeah, that's too hairy to be a man. Like, let, me get the, let me get the piece out. Yeah, get my got my strap. <laughs> but then to boot, go, you know what? There's a camera. Actually, I right better there. take a picture of this. You know what's better than killing it and taking it? Getting a picture. Snapping a, a photo. CCTV camera.
0: But like if you shoot it and you kill it, you won't
1: have to take a picture of it. All right. People will see it. But so it says that there's been a bunch of other sightings but I didn't see any other ones I was looking around um, but some so, of the yeah, pictures you said the
0: most recent one was what 2014 or 2017
1: 2016 in 2016? Franklin County Ohio yeah. did you get a description from that sighting let's see here i was saving the photo yeah. so 2016 past it doesn't say that there's anything in specifics someone just claimed that they saw saw it what they claim to be dogmen, yeah, yeah,
2: right. But I mean, yeah. yeah,
1: they just gave a description of what they saw. Well, if you're passing through Ohio, you know, keep oh your God's eyes out speed. for
0: for dogs on their hind legs.
1: <laughs> They're migrating to the south for the winter. Yeah. You're getting the fuck out of Michigan for some reason. But here, I'll send that you this picture. an understandable, <laughs> yeah, an
0: understandable,
1: an, an understandable, understandable
0: migration.
1: Yeah, the, yeah, I wouldn't want to fucking stick around. That was one of the pictures that was on the website and like that's fucking scary yeah it's kind of creepy looking yeah cause but, it is
0: like there's is that the picture that the guy took instead of shooting it
1: I believe so yes yes
0: right on yeah I'd rather he shot it and got us the,
1: the honestly it kind of looks, looks
0: like, like a bear you know, that's what I was thinking like a malnourished bear maybe or like have you ever seen bears when they lose their hair yeah yeah, and it looked really fucking scary.
1: But still seeing that in the middle of the night, fuck, <laughs> yeah, yeah, fuck that noise. Right on. But, yeah. I mean, yeah, so... I thought that was pretty interesting. It was the hard one to look up. I mean, I... I wish that I... Because I really was. There just wasn't a whole lot of information for it. Other than... What I've said. And it was just a lot of sightings. But nothing, yeah. like, descriptive.
0: Right. But, I well, mean, maybe if our, a, our unbiased listener, yeah, if there's a specific story. Yeah. Maybe they can a, send in, like, a link to it, or... or yeah, course, I'd
1: love to see that
0: it. case on it. Ooh, that'd be cool if we could get people to start sending in their own sightings. Did I <laughs> have I ever
1: told you I was um? All right, story time. Yeah. So I was going up to uh, a Tinder hookup. Oh word! I'm just being honest. No, Humble no, break. but um, I was crushing puss. And... Yeah, uh, you know me. <laughs> no. But, well, it was kind of scary because, like, she sent me her address and I was like, All right, I'll drive. And so I'm driving over and, I mean, I, I'm i just in the pit middle of fucking nowhere. And, um, I, remember, drop a pin. I remember thinking, I was like, man, I'm probably gonna get my fucking kidneys taken or something and just yeah, wake up I and i Yeah, that's why I always make you...
0: I, I do too, don't I? I make you share your location when you're going out on a date like that.
1: I know. I don't know. I'm a grown man. Then for myself. No, I can't. I'm not a fighter um you're barely alone no but on the way th- on the way there <laughs> uh I remember driving and it, it could have been a raccoon it could have been a fox could've but I mean been. that thing was quick and I didn't see anything else besides just the black silhouette and the eyes and mm. I remember thinking I was like that was something. Because, I don't know, man, like, possums I can see, anything like that. I've always been able to see and, like, dodge out of the way. You know, I don't think I've ever hit any animals. Um, But, yeah, like, I don't know. It was something, and it was weird, and it just zoomed right past my car last second. So, maybe it was dog, man. Could have been. I'm not sure if he's from where we are, but. (laughs) Well, if he's leaving Michigan, you know. If he's leaving Michigan, anything's possible.
0: Yeah just an understandable migration. What's going on <laughs> in Michigan? What is, what's the slight against Michigan?
1: Flint. Flint, yeah. Michigan.
0: Yeah. The water's bad. they got to get down to Ohio. I've got to
1: go. I can't I stand it out out anyone. here anyone. Well, but uh But, <sighs> yeah, if you had any uh, any cryptids, any other ones you want me to read, or if you wanted me to touch back on that one on Biased Listener, yeah. uh, just send any articles. You can always send them at simply on mailbag at gmail.com.
0: Like I said, if, you, if anybody's got any sightings of something, that'd be cool. Uh, pretty fucking cool. So, uh, what
1: you been thinking about it then? Um, honestly, oh, I've been watching Dahmer. Oh yeah, it's it's pretty good. Um, it is very intense. Mhm. Uh, but I don't think, I don't know, it's good, but I don't think it's gas. Yeah. Right. But everyone's saying it's really good, so I started up on it. It's it's good. Like it's got my attention. I'm gonna keep watching. I'm gonna finish it, but. Been doing that. I've been thinking about that. I re uh, I got my computer fixed kind of, um, so I've been doing stuff like that for it. Been downloading games. You know, they have all been uh, running super smoothly and not having any problems, anything like that. But I just That's kicked right. back up on Fallout seventy six and I started doing one of the missions. I'm um, I'm, I don't know. I just found a really nice groove to it. Maybe it's just because I haven't played it in so long, but I'm really excited to start playing that again. Yeah. What about you? What have you been thinking about, baby? <laughs> I don't
0: know, man. No, I've been thinking about. Uh, so I played this game, or a few demos, honestly. Games doing their uh, Next Fest, where they do a bunch of demos and stuff for upcoming games. Yeah. And I downloaded one for a game called Forever Skies. And it's kind of got like a Subnautica feel, but <laughs> in the air. So basically, you've come down to Earth like. In the way far future, and Earth has been like super polluted. It's kind of like the Wall-E, you know, yeah. where there's like this cloud of of pollution or, or whatever, like toxic gas, basically, um, around the world. And so you come down on like an escape pod and crash, and you and you build an airship, and you're basically flying your airship around and like going to skyscraper to skyscraper that's like peeking up above the clouds. Mm -hmm. of of noxious gas and apparently like i didn't get that far in the demo it's a timed demo so i guess you can go as far as you can in 30 minutes or however long it was uh but i didn't get far enough technologically to go below the gas but in the trailer that played after the demo that you go down below the gas and there's like creatures and stuff down there that you can fight and but yeah it does it's got like a subnautica feel of like collecting the resources to upgrade your your ship that you're building and and all that and um you know, construct tools and, and, and the like, and you've got to feed yourself and drink and all that. But yeah, uh, it was pretty cool. And then I played one for a, like, colony survival game called Floodland, and it's pretty fun. Um, the thing that I always run into with those kinds of games is, like, the demo ended, like, right as all of my people started dying and starving and, you know, dying of thirst mm. and shit. And I'm like, oh, no. And then the demo ended, and I'm like, well, it's probably a good time to stop anyway. It wasn't, yeah. wasn't going well, you know? Yeah. And I don't know if that's a reflection of the game or just, you know? Get Those good. games are kind of hard, yeah. Like, if you ever played Banished, Banished is a really hard one. And it kind of had that feel to it of, like, damn, I'm just... I don't have enough people to man all these jobs, you know? And, you know is it, it uh... People need food, and I don't have enough people to man the hunting square or whatever.
1: Was it anything like, um,
0: Frostpunk? Um... Yes and no. So I think I, <clears throat> the the description makes it sound like maybe it'll lean more that way cuz they talked about having to make like hard decisions and shit like that. And so, you know, Frostpunk very much has like moral quandary at its heart of like mm-hmm. yeah, now you've got to enact laws and shit like that. You know? And so that's kind of an interesting idea to me and I would like to see more of that, but in the demo it did, didn't give me too much of that, but there was like that implication. And there was like a research tree and things like that, which uh, which I like. But
2: yeah,
1: I always like a good demo. I don't think there's enough of them anymore. We played a game, uh, I think we might have talked about it, Wish You Were Here, or We Were Here. Yeah, the Puzzler. Yeah, I'd like to that see more really of cool. stuff like that. Yeah, that was a lot
0: yeah. of fun. Well, and there's a whole series of those games. We should buy the the rest of them and play through them.
1: We might have to do something like that. I
0: think we played the first one, which was like about an hour, an hour and a half and it's it a is free a good one. It is a good game too but the, they've made i think two or three sequels to them, and they must each get like progressively more involved which would make sense because they've also gotten progressively more expensive
1: labyrinth thing needs to have an update dude i'm oh, waiting yeah. for that game I'm, like I'm, I'm yeah i'm wanting it ever since i started playing Phasmophobia again i want to start playing more horror games yeah
0: i saw oh excuse me goodness you're keeping me awake um, now I saw Markiplier post a video of a game that you and I played. So you and I played with the night shift. Was that the one with the coffee shop? Yeah. So that that company, I guess, did we play both co- uh, night shift and convenience store?
1: No, I didn't play convenience.
0: Store. I think store. Morgan and I played convenience store. But so that style of like it's a Japanese horror and it's like kind of like that grainy VHS type of. Graphics and stuff. Well, I downloaded another one of those games called like Akamanto or something to that effect. I'm sure I'm butchering it, but Markiplier played it, and uh, I didn't watch his video, but from like the comments and stuff, sounds like it's a very scary game. And I'm like, shit, I gotta check that.
1: Ooh. I, I want to find more multiplayer scary games. I- oh, dude, Outlast yeah. Trials. I'm getting yes. in for it.
0: Yeah, it's gotta happen.
1: Um, the beta I- starts I this know. month, doesn't it? I th- maybe could. So I'm a little late, but I'm I'm ready for spooky season. Like, I'm here and I want it and I want it now.
0: It's my money and I need it now.
1: J.G. Whitworth. 877-CASH-NOW.
0: Out of sponsor. Outlast
1: Trials. See The Outlast Trials.
0: Uh, Coming soon. So request access and you get notified when the developer is ready for more. So you can join the Outlast Trials playtest in Steam right now. You just have to request access to it.
2: Oh. Oh.
1: I'm, I request. I requested access. Yeah, I'm like right here on live on the podcast. I know. I did request. You said you, you just got to request it. Yeah, I just clicked request access. Oh my God, are we gonna? Is this quickly gonna become into a let's play? <laughs> a let's play? But
0: with we no just visuals. immediately get access. <laughs> I'm like, oh, we just record the podcast while we're screaming. There's no video. There's no visual element uh-huh. uh-huh. to this let's
1: play it's just audio what if we future. both get uh approved cause then we can play together I know that'd be dope wouldn't it that'd be actually like be mega dope. dope like that would be the de- like if you looked up the definition of dope <laughs> it'd be a picture of that
0: of us playing this
1: <laughs> but anyways we got a little sidetrack there
0: uh oh yeah we've been playing a little bit of Hunt Showdown too oh yeah we've
1: been tearing it up we just got three wins back to back to back today yeah, we did. Because we're
0: yeah. fucking demons,
1: dude. We're I, I think we're we're getting the grip. We were flopping for a minute, but I think hard. Because I, I remember I was rhythm. like you. I remember I was like you and I used to be good at this game, and I was like, man, why am I? Why are we just ass right now? That's rusty, you know. All right, and then we started breaking the mold. Granted, you are better at first-person shooters than I am. That's true. But I killed four people in one game today. Yeah.
2: Yeah.
1: I'm better at, I'm I'm really good at taking out the hellhounds. Yeah. So I'm trying to get better with uh, just some of the different guns, but yeah. Love Hunt Showdown. Yeah, it's a good one. Please sponsor us. Please, for the love
2: of God, somebody. <laughs> no.
0: All right, uh, we want to thank you guys so much for your attention and support. If you enjoyed this episode, be sure to give us a great review. Tell your friends about hey. us. Share us on social media. Uh, if you're new to listening to us or you've been listening to us and just haven't gotten around to following us, uh, whatever service you're listening to us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, whatever it might be, make sure you do the, Uh the, the like, follow, subscribe, whatever the, the phrasing is on there. That way you get notified whenever we post an episode on Wednesdays, or if we start getting a little out of schedule here, we, uh, we can just (laughs) drop surprise episodes and you'll get a little, little pop up on your phone and go, Oh shit. Simply wound. Oh, oh, fuck. Oh, fuck. <laughs> Chris, if people want to get in touch with us, give us some feedback, ask us questions, tell us about their spooky experiences. How
1: would they of, do that? Of course, you can always reach out to us or see us on our YouTube, Instagram, Facebook, which is going to be Simply Whelmed Podcast. You can always look at our Twitter. Our Twitter handle is whelmed underscore simply. And as always, you can always leave us nice little death threats, dox us, Pardon? start <laughs> the following. of the Church yeah. of the good word. Uh, at simplywhelmthemailbag at gmail.com, accepting donations. Um, patent pending. <laughs> yeah, it's an offering tray. <laughs> yeah. Tax-exempt. Or tax- exempt, Exact. that's exactly it. So, next week, I don't know, we might have
0: to do a, a wrap-up on She-Hulk, because we haven't talked about it at all. Uh, and its finale is airing the day after this episode goes out. Uh, but I wouldn't be opposed to doing something comic book or, or any of those TV shows that uh, our unbiased listener mentioned. Uh, it's been a minute since our last comic book episode. So I think maybe that'd be kind of, but next week or the, sorry, the week after next is kind of a weird one. Cause we're going to do our, our spooky stories, right? Mm. But also uh black Adam comes.
1: Uh, yuck. Yeah. Like you weren't looking forward to Bullet Train that we never saw. I'm not looking forward to Black Adam. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, my Outlast trials got approved. Oh, deadass? No. Oh. Wow. Yeah yeah, wow. yeah, yeah. You bought it too hard. I did. I clicked hard. over to I clicked over to Steam, like, what? <laughs> how'd you know? Like... <laughs> <laughs> you are like, oh really? No. Oh, oh shit. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I you wish. Know? I imagine it might probably take a day or two. Approved. I can't Not see why. Cool enough. Do you know who I am? <laughs> Alright, that's the end of the
0: show. Chris, talk a bit. Bye.
1: Bye. <laughs>
0: <laughs> now, what do you think? Just, uh, <laughs> I can't. I was getting ready to talk about my Project Samboid idea. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Man, I need just... to add that, though outlast
2: <laughs> in the hunt showdown oh no
0: uh, you're sick no but for real though if we do us uh, trials maybe we
2: do uh, post some like footage yeah that'd be cool